So yeah, um, yeah, completely fucked that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you kind of screwed me over with that, to be honest, mate. I lie. did, yeah, but you know, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just, just a bit of um, bit of fucking me about there. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. It's like once again, though, I kind of expected that because I've, I realized like all of these, none of these films were necessarily bad. No, no. And that's what was really annoying for me. Whereas, like, whereas, I, I, whereas with yours... I, I, I haven't done the same. I've, I've done, like, Can we just I accept this right now? I know which one you hate. Can we just... Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, you know which one I hate. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of your Film Me In podcast with me, your host, Xander Langwiston, uh, the host of this cat turd. And with me, as always, is my trusty sidekick. It's the co-host, Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? See, I thought this time you weren't going to say co-host. David. I thought you were just going to say sidekick. I'm always going to say co-host. I, I prefer sidekick to co-host. It, it, <laughs> it feels like you're undermining my role in this podcast. I, I helped create this. <laughs> Bitch, where? <laughs> I'm the reason this is on Spotify iTunes. Spotify and iTunes. I'm the reason that we have the YouTube channel going. I'm the reason we're going to have Filmy and Gaming. Follow all of those. Plug, plug. Hint, hint. Good, good lord. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, David's here. I, I, He's yeah, kind of a, I kind turned of a... like that shameless like annoyance into a plug. That's how good I am. Getting a bit too big for your boots over there, bloody hell. Right. Um, maybe maybe I need to... podcast is getting to me, man. Yeah, maybe I need to sack you. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Replace me with James. <laughs> actually I actually would, I actually would do that. Don't even joke about that. I would do You that. wouldn't be able to talk about horror movies. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but James actually has radio experience. <laughs> I have radio experience. It'd actually, be I mean, decent... I didn't go on the radio. It'd actually I just be decent at presenting something. There. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Damn, man. You went for the kids with that one. <laughs> went for the jugular. No, literally the kids. Stop, the, the please. Now. He's already dead. Cheers. Son's crying now. <laughs> um, We're not doing news because we couldn't be asked really looking literally nothing. So no, we we I, I had a look. I had a look for the news. It's just nothing happened. Can we have some news, please? Like Hollywood. <laughs> Hello. Just, just Can I have one stuff? news, please? We're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not doing this. No. Um, today, we're doing a sequel, because sequels always work out, don't they? Oh, pissed off. <laughs> we're doing a second edition of our um, of our series, Would I Film You In? Horror Edition. Ugh. It's, the series is called I, Would I Film You In? I hate the way you said that. But I, we're doing I we're doing a horror edition because it's because it. it's Halloween it's and we're in our Spooptober season. Yeah, spooky time. Yeah, we we came up with this idea to do this this time with with Alex, Mister Alex Woods, the Flat Mooner himself, and then we we said like, yeah, we'll all do it, and then he said last week, hang on, no, I'm not doing it with you. I thought we're, <laughs> I was only joking. I was like, great. So it's just me and David. Top there. Yeah, it's just us two, so um, <laughs> prepare for some boring anecdotes about some probably good and some possibly shit movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've, basically, the, if you haven't heard, listened to our last episode, which you should, because it's a really cracking episode, basically how this works is that me and David have both sent each other a list of three movies that we had to watch. This time it's three horror films. Two of them we love, 
and one of them we hate. And we have to go away, watch them, come back, we'll discuss them, and the other has to decide which one they hate. And it was it was quite a lot of fun last time, so here we are doing it again, horror edition. And overall, this week, you know what? I had a decent week in movie watching, you know. Yeah, that was a pretty. Then again, I had a decent week in movie watching because I watched more of my film. I watched two of my films. Yeah, actually, no, I watched all three of my films. I forgot. Yeah, I started my week last week watching one of my films and then i just forgot to continue watching films because you know life (laughs) i have a podcast about movies but at the same time i have a life as well no you don't that's a lie david you can't have a podcast and a a life that completely contradicts each other i work part-time and i go to uni i'm writing a movie i'll have you know (laughs) Um, as if you had heard the last episode you'll have heard my pitch you you would have you would have go check that out it was a good episode um but yeah, my, my week was great. I watched two of mine and two of yours, and they were all top quality. I was like, okay, okay, what's happening here? We're watching some good movies. Okay, I'm down for this. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one because I think some of the choices will be uh, will be quite hard to decipher who's uh, which one's the yeah, stinker. Yeah, no, this like yours especially for me is actually really, really, really hard for me. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you are uh, you are uh, enjoying yourself. Well, I say make joy, make make sure you're enjoying yourself. We hope you're enjoying yourself. If you are, let us know. Go over to the social media. I feel like I don't do this enough. Go over to Facebook yeah. and Twitter and Instagram and let us know. And tell us why you hate okay. us. No, don't tell us why you hate. Us. Tell so tell us why we're doing a good no, job. Tell us why you hate us. Tell your friends to follow us on Spotify as well, because. We're wanting to reach 100 listeners by the end of the year, and we're at 78. Okay, so, um, so just to like, go back to the previous statement of this is actually a sequel. Uh, last time we did this, I explained all of my films horribly. <laughs> so I've decided that I'm going to read the um, the quick little synopsis on the Google page, and then I'm going to talk about them briefly when I'm explaining my movies. Okay. I am not good at talking about films, even though I literally make them. And you do this podcast where we talk about films. And I do this podcast. I should have a lot of experience about talking about films, <laughs> and yet I'm still awful at it. Yeah. How yeah. amazing is that? Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's top tier, isn't it? Um, should we get going? Should we get started? Sure. Do you want to do the um, the spinning wheel thing? Uh, no, I was, just, wheel. I, was, I was just going to say I'll go first, because the last time we did this, I made you go first, and then the last episode we did, you went first again, so... I figured fair enough. I'll go first this time. That seems fair, fair. enough. I mean, I went first last time accidentally because of spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Yes. I love saying that. It's <laughs> honestly one of my favorite things to say. Just spin the wheel. Um, so it how... always makes me think of somebody who's just a skeleton. <laughs> so how this is going to, how this is going to work is the, is I'm going to have six minutes, two minutes per movie to go through the plot and what I think of it, why I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to basically sell David that I love all three of these movies. And so that's where the, you know, who's lying kind of thing is coming in. Um, yeah, I've got two minutes to talk about each movie. And then we'll have a wider discussion for around 10-ish minutes, something like that, yeah? Yep. To, be, to be fair, it doesn't. we don't have to time that bit because there's only two of us. So Yeah, no, it's actually yeah. like, it's not. we don't have to like put too much of a time frame on it. 
Yeah. I feel like the two minutes thing is good for each movie, though. Yeah, two minutes for each movie because it just puts us um, in a bit more of a like tight situation. It kind of make it gives us a bit of hints. Because exactly, last time exactly. I like my hint to use was I didn't really care about uh, American Pie, and so I just stopped talking about it. You did really early. That was hilarious. And then <laughs> you still didn't get American Pie. I did. Oh no, Alex! Alex didn't. Alex, Alex, <laughs> Alex thought that I just didn't like soppy movies, and I am the you know, I love a good soppy movie every now and then. <laughs> I love a good romance. I love a good you know, like little. You love a good. You love a good WAP movie. Pet, no, no, I'm, I will leave. I will actually leave the Discord call if I have to hear one more person say WAP because I've dealt with Ollie singing it every single... Literally, last night, whilst we were having our little karaoke on Discord, you know... Yeah. Yeah, she was just constantly singing WAP, and I'm just there like, like, Holly, I'm just going to play a different song so I get this new song stuck in your head so you don't sing WAP. So she continued to sing WAP until I started playing a new song, and then she'd just go, Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. You know what? I always think of Randy Marsh whenever I hear that song. I always think of Anchorman. Nah, honestly, it's literally just constantly just Randy Marsh when he like sees the kids playing Guitar Hero. And he just goes, hey, I know this for a song on real guitar. Once I bought the noise and... Oh, once I rose above the noise no, and confusion. confusion. Just to get a blizzard on this illusion. I was singing ever higher. It's just the way he sings it. Hi. Dad, dad, stop. Okay, should we, we need, should we yeah, actually let's, let's fucking do, do this now? Let's do the thing. <laughs> let's do the thing. Okay. The right. Thing. Um. So my three movies are Better Watch Out, Revenge, and You're Next. And I will start my timer now. So I'll start with Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out is a uh, is a Christmas horror film. And it's um, at its core, it's a home invasion movie where uh, the um, the babysitter comes over, and the like the then uh, then someone tries to break into the house, and they have to like the her and the kid have to sort of like hide around the house. But there's I see I kind of don't want to spoil it here because there's lots of twists and turns in it, so it's not your average home invasion movie. But th- what I really love about this movie is its sick, sick twisted sense of humor. This movie has a sense of humour like no other horror film you will watch. Um, the I think the main kid performance is great because later on he gets quite agitated and whenever his voice goes louder... He constantly breaks. His, his voice, as soon as he goes like louder than about 10 decibels, his voice starts cracking all the time. And it's like, yeah, this is a kid. This is a kid right now. Okay. Um, I think the main girl is brilliant. I think all the side characters come, that come in and out are like really well fleshed out as well. And then no one's as surface level as they seem as well. It's really good writing. Um, yeah, with, with this, there's not really much to talk about because without going into without the twists, it. we will we will spoil it once we get to the uh, wider discussion. But um, yeah, this movie is just yeah. This movie's really interesting because of the Christmas theme to it as well. And the Christmas theme actually worked kind of well. So it almost feels like a Home Alone type Gremlins type movie that, you know, yeah, it's, it's a good watch. Check it out.
Uh, my next movie is a... See, we were talking about this earlier. I'm going to call it a French movie. The French movie, Revenge. Um, this follows a 20-something girl who flies away to a remote, like, resort with her boyfriend who's married. And while she's while they're there on their, like, little retreat, his two friends come over and they're meant to go hunting the next day. So they all hang out. But then the next day, one of the hunters f***s her in this horrifying scene. Mm. And then when the when the guy finds out, he comes home and instead of like helping her out, he pushes her off a cliff and leaves her to die. Then when she like wakes up, she gets gets herself together and starts coming after them. Hence the title Revenge. Um this movie is absolutely stunning. It is it's gory in all the right ways. Um, it is tense, it is scary, it is really heartfelt as well, surprisingly heartfelt towards the end, even though it is still, like, scary and tense and gory. Um, I think the main girl does a fantastic job seeing as I've not seen her in literally anything else, and she's like, she's an American actress as well, so I'm surprised I've not seen her in anything else. Um, uh, the three guys Brent. are all very good in various different ways. Like the the uh the the first guy that gets offed is very just like gluttonous and like he comes across as just like I'm here to hang with my friends I don't want any drama. Then there's the the little guy who like causes the offense at the start. He's fantastic because he just comes across as like the big man in the room. Then as soon as there's another man in the room, he's like. Oh, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. He do, he plays that role absolutely fantastically. Um, I'm running out of time, so I'll have to start talking about Your Next. Um, Your Next is a another home invasion movie, uh, but it's uh, centered around a big family dinner. Kind of like... Um, I got really good uh, Ready or Not vibes from this movie um, because it's like a, a big family get-together where they're all rich and then there's twists and turns inside it. And, yeah, this movie is is surprisingly good. Because when you, like, you see the, the the name of it and you're like, okay, yeah, that looks fine. You see the trailer, you're like, yeah, that looks fine. You're not ready for, again, the sick sense of humour this movie has. Like, two of my movies have a real comedic tone to them that you just don't expect from how visceral and, like, just devastatingly gory they are. Your next, especially because, like the the guys who are coming into the home, have these horrifying like wolf masks, pig masks, stuff like that, bunny and they mask. just they sorry, the bunny mask, the bunny mask. They look so scary, and you're not prepared for how much fun you're gonna have with this movie. Um, I think the main girl. Um, I don't know. I forgive me. I don't know her name. I don't really know anyone's name in this movie. But they're all fantastic. And yeah, all the kills are really interesting. There's one kill especially when like the, the, the killers are smart, but the people inside the house are smart as well. It's a very smart horror movie, which is always refreshing to see. And um I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up there. Yeah. I I like all three of these movies in various different ways. And uh, I'm interested to see what David thought about them. 
Okay, so first of all, before we um, start talking about the movies themselves, when you said that the um, Revenge actress, one, she's been in Rings, which was in 2017 as well as Revenge. Oh, right. Um, she's been in a few other things, but the, her most notable roles are Rings and Revenge. And also she's Italian, not American. Oh, wow. She's got a really good she's American actress. Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz. She sat, her name is the most Italian name I could think of. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so... Um, the, the first one I want to talk about primarily is uh, Your Next, because that's the first one of yours that I watched. Okay. Uh, I've been wanting to watch Your Next for a very long time, and the one thing that stopped me from watching Your Next is the director, Adam Wingard, also directed a film I was very excited for that was horrendous, and that was the Death Note movie from 2017. That's what he did. That's what he that's did. What, he did that, Blair Witch, The Guest, and he's doing Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. So that like that's like the rain. So he's he's done fr- he's done two really good horror movies, one awful anime adaptation, yeah, and a re sequel of Blair Witch that didn't need to happen. And but apparently Blair Witch is. I mean, I've seen it, but I can't remember much of it. I remember enjoying it, and I've heard a lot it, of people say it's, it's decent. Good. It it just didn't need to happen. As as much as I like, I like to say that it, he did the best that he could with it, and he did do the best that he could with it. It just didn't live up to the first one. Yeah, at all. There's, there's nothing could though. That first one wasn't like a short. Like it was just such a random movie to somehow happen and, and do was, well. Yeah, like it it was destined to not do well because of the budget, because of everything. But this guy works amazingly well with a low budget because this the budget for this film was only a million US dollars. Wow. And I really enjoyed a, like all of this movie. It's yeah. so fun from start to finish. It's because like, it's dope. The kills are so creative. And like I saw that uh, like when she, the moment when she um, starts setting up the door trap, I was thinking, oh my God, that's going to be an amazing kill. But the, the killers are smart. They know that she would have set up a door trap. They've got to go through the, the windows, but she planned for that yeah. already by putting those things with the nails in front of them. And then that the entire like the entire twist of this film. I also noticed you chose two very twisty movies. I did. I didn't mean to felt more twisty than the other. But your next has a good twist of basically this home invasion was planned by one of the brothers. Yeah. And the brother's girlfriend. And they are they just hate them. But at the end, there's a second twist where her, like the main, like Erin's boyfriend, uh, is it Drake? J- played by Joe Swanberg. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't uh, know any so of the characters' names. The main, the main protagonist, uh, her boyfriend, was also yeah. in on it. Because he uh, disappears. So I've, I've, he, I've he only. Disappears somewhat like half an hour to 45 minutes into the movie and he just doesn't come back. So I was like, oh, well, he's dead. Yeah, and then like, at the end, you just you get you get a phone call. It's just like, oh shit! I hadn't seen this movie. I've only seen this movie once before, and I was um, so when I was rewatching, I was like, I've forgotten what happens to this guy. So I was like, I was waiting to just come across for someone to come across his body because in a horror film, you're not dead unless someone sees your body. Like that's the that's the rule of horror. Yeah, you know um, that 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 is literally the rule of horror. No matter what, if you don't see a dead body. They're usually not dead. You don't kill someone off screen in horror. Exactly. And that's the it's, one thing that like certain films do wrong. This, this movie's also got a cracking opening scene that comes back a couple of times. Like Yeah, a, no, it's it's strange like that's such a 
that's such an integral moment. I thought that was just like a cold open kind of thing to like set the tone for the movie, but it's such an integral part to the story somehow. Yeah, definitely. It's really, really interesting. I can, I can 100% recommend this one. I think it yeah, is absolutely. It, like, it's, it, a, it's, it's a top tier banger, completely yeah. underrated. Modern horror. This, this is one like the one thing that I, I'll always say. Modern horror has gone way down in in quality since like the like, since obviously older horror. Yeah, I've just like, realized horror as well. just doesn't hit it too well. I think that's mainly because there's more horror films that are coming out. But mm. um, I I've just noticed we've picked three. Um, we've both picked three brand new movies. Like not brand new, but modern. Yeah, like the early twenties, two thousand eleven. Before um, I can see you talking about the movies. I noticed that each of these movies all have a very similar IMDb score. Do they? Oh. Si- uh, Revenge, 6.4. Bear Watch Out, 6.5. Your Next, 6.6. Wow. Uh, Lights Out, 6.3. Fright Night, 6.3. As Above, So Below, 6.2. Oh, wow. That is interesting. So all in the six point. That's really interesting. Wow. That is Which a... is what makes this a lot harder to decide if you're going off the IMDb scores and yeah. like, the, uh, like the Google users. And the like Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff like that. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like... Yeah, Your Next, so, your yeah, next is really Your good. Next is a cracking movie. Yeah. Proper um, manga. I, I really enjoyed it. I can see myself watching that again. Which one do you want to talk about next? Uh, I'll talk about Bear Watch Out next, because that's okay. next in my um, in my order that I've got the things in. Excellent. So when it comes to Bear, Bear, Bear Watch Out, it's a... See... This is what caught me off guard. It's a Christmas horror movie. Yes. And usually, they are awful. Yes. They are usually horrendous. And this was really fun. Yeah. It was so fun. It really like, is. Like you said, the, the child acting is so good. Like, when it comes to child actors in a movie, usually, you know, these the kids are the worst part. The kids are the best part of this film because they're the, they're the antagonists. Yeah, that's well, the twist. These that's kids the, set yeah. up this Spo- entire... Spoiler alert. Spoiler go, on, alert. go and watch so, Better Watch Out. Don't watch any trailers or anything. Go yeah, and watch I didn't. that. I went in completely blind. I didn't even know this was a Christmas horror movie. Yeah. I just saw the... Tra- I just heard the name. I was like, right, I'm going to have to watch this now because this is on the list of the podcasts. But the... um, like, So the main twist in this film, if you have watched it, if you haven't watched it and you don't really want to watch it, the main twist is basically these kids set up this entire home invasion attack ploy to basically make the babysitter scared enough so that the 12 year old kid can defend her and take care of her and try and get with her which yeah. is you know te- at the at that age every kid's dream but very very weird it's very creepy oh, but that, it works so well it's the scene it? when he's like before the plan starts and they're just sat watching a horror film and he just she gets scared at the movie, like pretending to get scared so he feels okay. Yeah. And then she, he tries to kiss her. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> please. Yeah, it's such a cringy scene, but then it, like, it literally takes a turn. Yeah. It, it takes does. a massive turn. It's so interesting. Like, and like the entire planet alone, and then it just escalates and escalates. What I'm, my, I um, I told my mate Owen I was watching this film. He's like, "Is that the Home Alone style like um, similar movie?" I was like, "I've not a clue, mate." And now I know why I mentioned Home Alone. Yo, that's what I mean. That scene is what I mean by sick, sick sense of humor. Because yeah, earlier on, because it's it's a funny idea. Earlier on, they're talking about the scene in Home. Is it in the first Home Alone or Home Alone Two? It's in Home Alone One. 
So in Home Alone, when um, Kevin McAllister pushes the paint cans into their head and they just like get knocked back a bit, and they're saying no, someone that would like crush someone's face open. That is ridiculous. Like they, they, you know, it's a stupid movie. And then later on, they've got a guy tied up in the in the front room, and they push a paint can past his head, and he just goes past him because you're not expecting it, and he's like. Oh shit! What? What? Are you gonna home alone him? And it's like, yeah, okay, this is hilarious, but this is dark as hell. Please, yeah, like the fact that they named it. Are you gonna home alone him? Yeah, and then he does it, and he's that that shot of the paint. Oh my god! Because the paint can smashes open. Yeah, and then you see it trickle onto his shoes along with like all of the blood because obviously it yeah. smashes his head open. Yeah, it's it's such a mental moment. It's oh, it's so insane. Yeah, and I was I wasn't expecting it at all. But the second he got that rope and the paint can, I was like, Nah, they're not doing that. Is brute? They can't do that. This is kid. These are kids in it. But like this kid is so smart. He's so he's smart. Insane. Like he planned every single part of this perfectly. Yeah. Even when it was all going wrong, he had the perfect plan. And the only thing that made him fail was a bit of duct tape. Yeah. It's, see, that's it again. They, they make a joke earlier on, like, there's a thousand and one uses for duct tape. Yeah. Literally. And then she uses it to, like, plug the hole in her neck. Yeah, bro. It's, yeah, this Honestly, movie's super I, good. I really enjoy it. I don't see myself watching this a lot just because it's, you know, centered around Christmas. But I can see myself watching this around Christmas if I want to watch I, it. See, the last time a, I watched this... Horror movie. I'd forgotten, again, like, the same with your next. I'd forgotten what, like, exactly happened. So yeah. you, that's that's the way you need to watch this. You need to watch this movie, enjoy the hell out of it, and then come back a few years later when you've kind of forgotten what happens. Mm. So then you can watch it and be like, oh, shit, that happens. Okay. That's the way to watch this movie. That's the best way to enjoy it. Yeah. Just watch it blind. I I did, and I really really enjoyed it. I think it was it was so much fun once again, and it's so funny at times. Like there's that entire moment where he's doing oxy. And it's just like this is a kid on drugs. Like he's he's pissed out of his head. He's on oxycodone. Yeah. Like, what a legend, and also what a maniac. And like the one, the 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 other kid like finds a joint and just starts smoking it, and he's like, yeah, he goes crazy at him. <laughs> But, like, there's so many, like, and also, I, like, I remember messaging you, just like, Patrick Warburton's in this movie. Patrick Warburton is in this movie. Why is Patrick Warburton in this movie? I don't know. He's, he's vo- just there. His voice sounded weird. All I could think of was Kronk. Every single time he would speak, all I heard was Kronk. Um, I think the parents are really good in this. I mean, obviously, they're in the it par- minimally. They're barely in it, but when they are in it, they're, fu- they're good. And, like, the, but, the like, whole, the whole, like, new carpet thing the kid is always shouting like no that's the new carpet yeah like he's he's scared of his parent that's what's really interesting but i also can i just say that lynching scene oh jesus christ yeah that is horrible again for a a certain angle i thought that that was um zach efron when i first when i was watching it that'd have been great that'd have been great i thought it was imagine um, if it was zach efron i thought it was the guy from stranger things it is. <laughs> is it actually? No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. The TV show is Stranger Things. Are you serious? Is he, he's in Power Rangers as well. Yeah, he's in Power Rangers. What the fuck? I knew it was yeah. him. Oh my God. Yeah, 
That's yeah, amazing. Billy Hargrove. Who? Yeah, Billy got lynched. Mad. I've, I, wait, his name's like Dacker Montgomery, isn't it? Dacker Mongr- Montgomery, uh, Australian dude. Mad. What a legend. Yeah, he, he was. Re- he's also in the True History of the Kelly Gang, and he's um, playing El- and he's in Elvis in 2021. Wow. By, um, ooh, by director Baz Luhrmann. What? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this, I like Baz Luhrmann. So, yeah, that scene again, sick sense of humour. He's, like, doing the Spandau Ballet. And yeah. the kid, like, he's he's pulling this back, the the rope back, with a track, like, a little lawnmower. Like a little and track. Yeah, you just see lawnmower. him, like, bombing along with it, like, driving it in the background. And he's just having loads of fun. It's like... Oh my god! And like when he bashes, when he gets that guy in the back of the head with the baseball bat, and he's like dancing around with the bat, yeah. like okay. Well, can I also just say, I like that kid is so smart that he made him write a suicide note without realizing it was a suicide note. Yeah, like that's what's mental about all this. Like, it, like this was the perfect plan, and it got literally fucked up by a, a tiny bit of duct tape. Yeah. That's it how was. mental this movie... Honestly, go watch this movie. It's so fun. I'm so glad I watched it. Yeah, so much fun, so much fun. But, uh, yeah, fin- to move on to your final film, um, Revenge. Revenge. Uh, this is much I darker. Have, I have some thoughts about this movie. Mm. I have some thoughts. I was not a fan at all. Well, not at really? all. I, I was and I wasn't. This is a really weird movie for me. So, it's this really nuanced movie, in a sense. But it's trying really, really hard to be nuanced. It's trying really hard to be artsy. But it's doing the worst... It's going about it in the worst way. The can I just, like the first thing I want to say is the score in this movie is incredible. Yeah. The music is so good. It is. And it's such a shame that it's used in the scenes that it is because it's just not utilized properly. Wow, I'm not. In, granted, in my opinion, it's not utilized properly. But like when, so it's about this girl who basically goes to this luxurious house with this guy who's married, and then after like a night of dancing with them, having a laugh. Dude, I've told the I've told the plot. Yeah, no, but like this, like so the guy rapes her. <laughs> it's it's a horrible scene. That's done really well. That that scene is done so well. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't make it like it doesn't show it, but you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. And it's just like it's supposed to be about empowering this woman. It's about like making this woman out to be a victim and then getting her revenge. Like, you know, roll credits. Yeah. But then throughout the film, it's constantly just taking a shot of her ass. Like every that is, like every time that she stands up, no matter what, there's a shot of her ass. That is something like, that uh, I watched this with my flat and uh, my 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 flatmate Molly. Um, she pointed that out early on. She was like, "Guys, this this is clearly directed by a man, isn't it?" Yeah, it and is. I, and I was like, "No, it's directed by a woman." No, it's correct. Oh, it is. It is directed by a woman. What the fuck? And I said, "Like, don't worry. Like, it, there's a reason there's so much sexualization of her in the first like twenty minutes." And then, but even not even in the first see, that's like, like, I, throughout the entire movie, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten that there's a, that there's yeah. a decent amount later on as well. But to be fair, not as much. It's not as much. But and I still what, think like, it's supposed to be about empower, like making this woman to be out of like a badass. And it's just like, yeah, but she's also got a nice ass. See, I still and think, we I still think, want, I don't care about seeing about that. I want to see her, you know, getting her revenge. I still think it's about empowering. I think it, you, you can still, you can show a, like, someone's butt 
and it be empowering yeah. because she's owning yeah, her no, body. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. I, but, but at the same time, I know what you it mean. Doesn't I'm, work yeah. well with it. Like it just it sent like granted it is still empowering, but it sends the wrong message. See, for like, me, those shots just constantly make me think. Yeah, but why? There's no reason for that shot to be there. Like when you're making a movie, every shot has to have a reason. What's the reason for us to have to see her ass again and again and again? So, so mind for me, she has an R. For me, um, the stuff in the opening twenty minutes is yeah, no, like keep that in when there. when that, you that's when needed. you mm, when you see her bum, it's only her bum that you see in the shot. Whereas later on, when you see her bum, it's like a shot of all of her. Mm. So it's it's kind of like. You know, early earlier on, it's a static shot of just her ass, and you're like, yeah. "Right, okay, this is a bit gratuitous." But then yeah. later on, when you see it, I mean, it's still, you know, it's still a lot of butt. Yeah, and like, yeah, I get that. There's a people might have a problem with it. You have a problem with it. I completely understand. But yeah. I'm back in. This is gonna sound so fucking pervy. In it, yeah. just like I defend like, the no, butt. No, I, I, I do get what you mean though. Like, <laughs> there's a re- like in the first twenty minutes, there's a reason for it because it's leading up to that moment when you know, because she's been sexualized by the camera, she's been sexualized by these people. That's what it's saying. Like the the audio, like the filmmakers are sexualizing her because the characters are sexualizing her. That's so that's all right yeah. because obviously what happens, like it's it's slightly weirdly teasing that something's going to happen to this girl. Exactly. But then for the rest of the film, there's no reason to do this at all. It just seems like for the sake of it. And it's constantly, like, it's just there yeah. constantly in your face constantly. It's just like, I didn't, that's just wasted time that you could be, that, like, that's not my only problem with the movie. My other problems with the movie is there's so many inconsistencies. Okay. Like, so one of the things that I picked up on was the main guy, the the main villain of the piece, uh, the boyfriend. The villain of the piece. Yeah, the villain of the piece. He is such a methodical person, and yeah, he is. But then there's a moment when he um, goes back to the car and says to the guy, turn your aircon off, it's bad for the environment. It's like, okay, he's an environmentalist, kind of making him seem like a douchebag, fair enough. Why is he driving around on a bloody motorbike then? That's a gas-guzzling thing that's obviously bloody hurting the environment. If he's an environmentalist, he wouldn't do that. There's no reason for that line to be in there. In You're that, trying to build a character into something like that. He's just... That, in that, he's just being a prick. He's just reminding that guy who's in charge. That's that's yeah, what I, I got get, from that I get moment. that, but that, I, I kind of got that, but I also tra- kind of got that he was being serious about it because he looked serious about it because he punched him straight after. And obviously he punched him because he didn't turn the aircon off because he didn't turn the aircon off. I mean, he, he could have car, also punched him for causing all of this shit. No, he he he. T- like, granted, he also caused it by pushing her off the cliff. Yeah. But like, what he did was he went back to the car, saw the aircon was on, and punched him. So he was obviously mad about it. So that's trying to build character. I like that. So why is he ba- driving around in this bloody like environmentally like hurting thing? He wouldn't do that if he's an environmentalist, because that that's just an inconsistency in his character. That's trying to build character without actually having a reason to do it. There's no reason to have that line there. It's just paddering at that point. Oh, but how else would he get about? How else would he get about? Bloody Prius. There you go. Put some all-terrain like wheels on a Prius. You sorted. 
Jesus Christ. Um, He's clearly got a lot of money going by his house. I'm I'm surprised you didn't like this, then. I did and I didn't. That, that, there was also some inconsistencies with, like, granted, this is something that's just very, like, picky. So, like, the costuming, there's a mirror where um, her vest is, like, it, it, the stick that's inside her isn't poking through her vest, it's, like, holding it up. And then in the next shot, it's it's going back through a thing and her entire okay, yeah, that's like okay, that, that's, that's not yeah, that's just nitpicky. Yeah, that but that Come did on. that did get on my nerves because it happened so many times and I couldn't help but notice it. And they made an entire thing of like cauterizing a wound. Obviously, like this is something that's done in God knows how many films. Even Walking Dead did it, and it's just not a thing that you're supposed to do. But that's just you know general knowledge. Yeah. But the one thing that really, really weirdly annoyed me was that can. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Herself. I know exactly yeah. what you're gonna say. Why did it in like why did it engrave her with the can? One, the can wasn't bumpy, so it wouldn't engrave it. And two, yep. it would have been backwards. Yep, 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 yep. Both why was things. Mexican beer on normally? That does my <laughs> head in. Also, why is she being called a Mexican beer? She's not an object. You've tried you're trying to empower a woman in a film, and you're literally turning her into a beer can. See what what I like about this is that it's just I like the I think honestly it's just that she completely owns it like she she just yeah I don't know it's just really I want to say fun but it's not fun like after the first twenty it's not minutes, not fun, but I, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's, after it's the first, a like, brutal movie. It's got some good kills. It's got some creative stuff, and it's got some really good action. Yeah, like the final twenty minutes. It it must be like twenty minutes that they're just running around that little bit. That is yeah. scary. There's some really good moments as well in that little bit, like when she's walking through that, like the like hallway, and she stops at one, like at the end of it, because she sees like a trail of blood. But then as she takes a step, his blood his blood starts pouring down the room. Yeah, and she he, he, she knows he's right there waiting for her, so she just walks back. That's really smart. Yeah, like she's a really really smart character. She she knows how to utilize herself properly. Yeah, she does. But there's just so many moments in this that just turn me off from the film. It's like I said, it's trying really hard to be arty, and it's just it doesn't need to be. Like I'm reading the um like I'm reading a review from um somebody of like this on like just the IMDb thing, just saying essentially revenge is nothing more than I spit on your grade four. And yeah, it's a, just a good revenge film. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's it. It's trying so hard to be nuancy and artsy and very, you know, art house. And it's just, it doesn't need to be anything more than just a good revenge film. They could have done so much more with it. Like the desert, like the, the location is beautiful. It's got very, oh, yeah, it's, it's, um, I googled this because I didn't know where it was filmed. It's, it's actually it's in Australia, isn't it? It's in Morocco. Morocco. Yeah, looks nice. Like, the, this film is gorgeous when it comes to the actual location, and when it comes to some shots, there's some really good shots. Yeah, definitely. But there's so many annoyances in this that I can't like. I can't look away from the annoyances. Fair enough. I, I can't like, argue the, with that. The stuff I'm... in this film that gets on my nerves gets on my nerves in, a, in such a small, inconsistent way that. It really gets on my nerves. Yeah, I'm, enough, like, granted, I'm, I'm not even a perfectionist with movies. Like, I'm, I'm going to admit that now. I don't, you know, like I don't really care about inconsistencies in films. But when it comes to character inconsistencies, that annoys me. I'll, 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 I'll tell you right now. The first time I watched this, I saw this in the cinema. 
I and remember I, you telling me you went to see this and you said I don't know what, how I felt. I didn't I like it. it. But I, didn't. I, I thought it was like it was so over the top, and I was like laughing in my scene. I was like, oh, "This is hilarious. This is absolutely ridiculous." I mean, obviously, obviously, I wasn't laughing at the earlier scene, but like the kills, I was laughing then. Like when the guys to rooting honest, around. The kills the, are satisfying. When the That's when, what's he's, annoying. when he's rooting around for the piece of glass. Yeah, that bit is like brutal. That is horrible. But no matter man. what, like this movie feels like it would have been a really good short film. Like, it feels like if it was like forty-five minutes, it would have been incredible. Yeah, sorry when you said short film. I'll, like when I hear short film, I'm like ten minutes. I'm like, what? But yeah, yeah, you're no, right. Like forty-five minutes. For, yeah. like, when it comes to short films, I always think of short films like forty-five minutes to like thirty to forty-five. This would have been an amazing forty-five minutes. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's had an hour extra tagged onto it, and it doesn't need that extra hour. Twenty minutes of that is probably our shots. <laughs> um, yeah, I see. I see what you mean. I, I, I yeah. yeah. But then, like I said, the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. I thought it was like some ridiculous and over the top. And then I rewatched it, and sort of my mind completely changed on it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's I th- I think it's a really good revenge flick, without reading much further into it. But it's also about like being. It's also about like rebirth and stuff like that, and mm. being yeah, like just being born again because she like dies in a real Jesus pose on yeah. that branch, and then come comes back to life and kicks some ass. Um, yeah, yeah, I I really like it. I really like it. So yeah, David. The almighty question. What 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 am I lying about? Okay, so first of all, I want to say which one I liked the most. Uh, the one I liked the most out of yours were Your Next. Yeah. Uh, your Good Next choice. was such a fun movie. And I know that that's, like, a, that's the kind of movie that you enjoy as well. Mm. So, the movie okay. I'm going to go for that you hate is actually going to be Revenge. Because I think that you're going to be similar to me in the sense of those kind of things annoyed you. And I know that you, like, don't get annoyed at those kind of inconsistencies in a film. Yeah. I know that you like characters. And when it comes to character, I know that you do like a good character. And I know that, you you know, you look out for that kind of anxiety because you do you do writing as well. I do. You're right. So I think that you really enjoy your next. I think you really enjoy Better Watch Out, even if you have only watched them once before. Because you had to re-watch Revenge to try and like it. You didn't have to try and rewatch your next or Bear Watch Out to try and like it because you liked it first time. Oh, big brain, big brain. Big okay, brain I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Go on. Um, so I've picked three movies. I picked two that I like, one that I don't like, mm-hmm. and then I rewatched all three of them, and was like, "Shit, I really like all three of these." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, what i was expecting i, I feel what, like i had to say that you hated one what i I'm knew gonna that do, was coming what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give my answer in the form of which one i thought i hated <laughs> the one you thought you hated was revenge wasn't it i really like your next mm-hmm. despite the flaws i really like revenge so you thought you hated Bear Watch Out? I thought I didn't like that. I watched it. I was really disappointed. 
I was expecting a straight up home invasion movie and when I didn't get that it, this was back in 2017 and when I watched it and I didn't get a standard home invasion movie I was like well this is shit and so was like yeah I don't like this movie and then rewatched it this week and I was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> did you watch the trailers for um, Better Watch Out no I just heard that it was a Christmas horror film that it and the poster was some like guy in a Christmas jumper carrying a bloody baseball bat, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, please!" Oh wait, let me have a look at the poster for that then. Because is the poster the kid in the baseball bat, like with the baseball bat, but you don't see his head? I think it must. It be. is. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah. But you can tell that's a kid. Oh, there you go. It's a kid with a bloody baseball bat. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm up for this. So I thought that it was going to be straight up like slasher movie, but Christmas. Then like ho- or home invasion. I was like, okay, brilliant. And then it started. I was like, yeah, this is going great. And then it, like it about half an hour in, the whole movie changes. I was like, oh shit, this isn't what this isn't what I asked for. See, I thought what you were going to do is it's an avocado. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I I thought what you were gonna do is you were gonna like you watched um like you rewatched Revenge, and you watched Revenge the first time, didn't like it, rewatched it, forced yourself to like it, and then watched it again, and realized yeah no it's not that great is it? No no I, like, I I I enjoy it but it's nothing like it was supposed like it should be because of like because of the inconsistencies because of those like little nitpicky things and the constant sexualization of her yeah. throughout the rest of the movie see to me like dis- me. despite the flaws it's just it's just a really good revenge flick and like i see to me it's just a good revenge flick. yeah I i'm see, looking at it personally i prefer other revenge flicks. yeah yeah i'm looking at it on a very surface level i'm like i dig the kills i dig the acting I dig like m- like the characters. I didn't really spot what you were saying about the bike, mm. um, but I I yeah I I I dig it even though it's it's flawed. I know it's very flawed, but I really like it. I can I can sit and watch that movie a lot. Fair enough. So yeah, um, yeah, completely fucked that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you kind of screwed me over with that. To be honest, mate. I lie. did, yeah, but you know, um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just just a bit of um bit of fucking me about there. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. It's like once again though, I kind of expected that because I've I realized like all of these none of these films were necessarily bad. No, no. And that's what was really annoying for me. Whereas, like, whereas, I, I, whereas with I, yours. I, I haven't done the same. I've, <laughs> I've done, like, Can we just I accept this right now? I know which one you hate. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, you know which one I hate. You know I hate Lights Out. You know I hate Lights Out. It's so shit. <laughs> good one, good one. Um, do you want, David? Shall we? Uh, shall we do yours? Yeah, sure. Have you got like a, a timer prompt over there with you? Um, I I can have one. Yeah, yeah. You do your own because then you can keep yeah. your own time. Timer. Uh, what were we saying? Two minutes, was it? Two minutes of movie. So you've got six minutes. Talk about your three. You know what, I'm going to just put a six-minute timer on then. Yeah, do it. Not a 60-minute timer, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. Fucking hell. Right, so I'm going to talk about um, 
yeah. So the first film I'm going to talk about is Fright Night. So Fright Night, following several deaths in his in his neighborhood, Charlie starts suspecting that his neighbor Jerry is a vampire. The only person willing to help him is Peter, a man who claims to be a vampire slayer. I first saw this film um, actually very close to it being released. It came out on um, Film 4 again. I think it was like a Colin Farrell night because they also did um, some psychopaths on the same night. And at, at the time, I'd barely ever barely ever seen any good uh, like vampire movies. And this is a really good vampire movie. It It does everything so well. I've never been more attracted to Colin Farrell in my life. He's weirdly sexy in this. And I mean that in the best possible way. There's nothing way. weird about sexy Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is super sexy in this. But at the same time, he is horrifying when he turns into the um, like the vampire version of himself when he's not had blood for a while. So in this film, like Colin Farrell is this monstrous vampire breed where they basically they kind of have to keep on feeding to stay alive. And if they don't uh, keep on feeding, they can't, you know stay in the same form for too long and it's so fun it's really scary it's one of the first horror films that actually got me scared because of some really scary moments in this film even though like there's the really funny parts with like david tennant being this utter sleazebag of a vampire hunter who's a fraud it's and that's like at the time i i knew i knew david tennant as the um, as the doctor in doctor who so I wasn't ready for David Tennant to be the sleazebag. I was ready for David Tennant to be the Doctor again, but for hunting vampires. And it proper blew me away. There's also like um, Christopher Mintz Platz, is it? Platz? Platz. Yeah, McLovin. McLovin's just in this movie. He's just in this movie. It's great. That's amazing. McLovin is a vampire. Um, but yeah, I can highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, so Lights Out. Rebecca and her boyfriend try to investigate the connection between her mother and her imaginary friend, Diana, after her stepfather is murdered by a supernatural entity. Usually, supernatural, ghosty style films, I hate. I, I don't usually like them. I think they're usually pretty shit. This one, however, was really good because it plays with your head a bit. Like, the whole, like, they don't come out in the light thing. You can only see them when it's dark. That is terrifying. That bit is really cool. And I watched it not last year, I think the year before, for my um, Spooptober thing. And it was so damn fun. I loved every second of watching this film. It was so, so, so good. And I heard so many people saying, oh, nice shit. I'm just there like, ah, it's great. I really enjoy this. It's, it's a lot of fun. I don't usually like ghosty films. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. It's a um, it's a it's a fun time. Um, but yeah, and um, so finally, as above, so below. Uh, when a team of explorers ventures into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within the, this city of the dead. So the catacombs has always been something very interesting to me. I love the idea of the catacombs. I actually, like, before I watched this film, I really wanted to go and, like, to, I started looking into the catacombs in general, thinking, you know, this is, this is really cool. And it, it is really cool. It's done really well in this movie. I thought the catacombs were really, really, like, kind of a character. Like, they they felt like the, the monster and the villain in this movie. They really, they really are, like, this imposing threat of just, like, constant are just bones and corpses and 
horrible, horrible things. And the idea of that alone is horrifying. Like, this is a real place as well. And, like, there's this, like, the movie just goes further and further and further. And it just goes absolutely insane with it. It's really mad. And I really enjoyed it. I also, um, at the time, I was a big fan of PewDiePie. And I remember he was doing, um, like, something for the, oh, what's it called? Like, like the the promotion of this movie. Um, he actually started with the Scare PewDiePie thing with Catacombs. Like, he got invited by the movie to go into the Catacombs and just people would, like, jump out at him and scare him and... That alone sold me on this movie. That's why I watched this movie in the first place, because I was a big PewDiePie fan. I, I wanted to, you know, see what PewDiePie was in and see what PewDiePie felt. And yeah, it, it was, it's just as scary as he found it. I, I thought this was a really, really fun fan footage movie. I, and I, I love a good fan footage movie. I, like I've said that on the podcast before, I love them all. Well, not all, most of them. <laughs> but yeah, this was a really good one. So yeah, that's, um, that's me done. That's that's my talking part done. Okay, okay. Um, so I'll we'll, we'll start with uh we'll we'll go in order. We'll start with Friday night. Um, Friday night a banger, bro. What are you Friday saying? Banger. <laughs> Friday I can't believe I've not banger. watched this movie before. Um, I yeah, know it's. I, um, I've I've I'm pretty sure I've tried to recommend this to you in the past. I know it's like based off the uh, the eighties original. I haven't seen that, but watching this has just made me want to watch that movie. Man. Yeah, the nineteen eighty five by um, Tom Holland, not yeah. the Tom Holland we're thinking. Tom yeah, Holland I saw that. Did, uh, I was like, oh, Tom Holland. But like the guy yeah, wrote the story for this. Yeah. So he's still like this is a big one backed by the original creator, which I love. I love that. Um, this is th- honestly this is fantastic. After and as well. After I've just watched, I've just come back off watching uh, both seasons of What We Do in the Shadows, mm. and that just takes the piss out of vampires. Yeah, that that is a cracking show. It ruins vampires for you. This made them scary again, almost instantly. This vampires. Like I said, I've not watched many good vampire films, and I, I like I've sat through the first three twilight films yeah and they are horrendous yeah they are some of the worst not just the worst vampires some of the worst films i have ever seen in my life yeah they are so damn boring and nothing (laughs) happens and like the one thing that this film does really well is the imposing vampire sense yeah definitely In, in twilight they don't feel imposing they don't feel you know scary like they're just so powerful it's terrifying yeah that is and there's that great moment later on as well when um like they're in that hall uh like you know in david Tennant's like little house yeah when he's got those um like all the vampire like bits and bobs paraphernalia yeah the um like there's that moment when she starts shooting him with the silver bullets and i forgot all about that and yeah i literally quoted it just said that's vampire that's werewolves yeah i was and thinking that, that, that i was thinking just that goes, werewolves <laughs> and then she breaks the glass throws like grabs the holy grail basically vampires and throws the holy water in his face it, that yeah it, it's the, the casting that he's insane because you mentioned yeah. like the the ones you mentioned but there's like anton yelchin's the main part imogen poots is his girlfriend dave franco's yeah. in this yeah dave franco's just there tony collette plays his mom 
Yeah, Tony Clark just plays one. <laughs> what the hell is going on with this cast? Right, the main it's ones that stacked. I remembered from this were Colin Farrell and David Tennant. Yeah, the reason Colin... I watched this originally was David Tennant. Yeah. I heard he was in this movie. I was like, yeah, I want to watch this. In my head, in my head, right, David Tennant in this is still playing the Doctor, but he's just had enough of the shit. He's landed in Las Vegas, decided <laughs> I'm going to be a vampire hunter and started drinking. Because he has the same energy as Doctor Who, just who's past it. He, he literally, he's a doctor who's sick of being the doctor. Exactly. That's what it feels like all the way through. Every single conversation. I was like, because like, he, um, he stopped being the doctor around 2012, didn't he? 2010. It, no, two, it was 2009, sorry. 2009. This was 2011. So this was... This was 2011. Obviously, they would have filmed in 2010, so it was pretty much fresh off of him still being Doctor. Yeah, this was his first role after Doctor Who. A perfect yeah. role. This is like this is like Elijah Wood coming off Lord of the Rings and playing the cannibal in Sin City. That's perfect. Get yourself away from that role. Yeah. Play a douchebag, scuzzball, vampire hunter. But he's still redeemable, because like, he, oh, yeah, he's, he's a fraud. But then there's the thing of he's not he actually this shit is real he knows this shit's real yeah because he like he had a vampire attack when he was younger and hey ho turns out it was Colin Farrell who killed his parents yeah like what a twist who saw that coming literally Me. I kind of saw that coming um I really like the uh, the scene on the eleven year old David didn't see that coming <laughs> I really like the scene on the highway that just really made Colin Farrell again look scary. He's yeah. the scene when he's chasing Christopher Mintz Plaza around the house and then he gets in the pool with him. That is because yeah. he's like, just let it happen. You the, you want this to happen. And he just gives up. He's like, oh no, no. McLovin, please. Um, uh, one thing I didn't like, um, and there weren't many, but um, Anton Yelchin, one Anton Yelchin, absolutely fantastic actor, but I didn't. I kind of didn't believe him as the jock because in this he's meant to play the jock, and Christopher Mintz Plaza is his old friend, who's like now he's like the he's looking out for one of his other friends who's gone missing, and he's mm. saying like, oh yeah, if you don't don't come and help me, I'm going to tell all the school that we used to hang out and play wizards together and shit like that. See, it's the thing like, is, he's like in his defense, he's not supposed to play a jock. He's supposed to play a nerdy guy who's been taken in by jocks. Yeah, I know, but like I mean, he plays that really well. I think in in this he looks about like high school age. I think this movie would have benefited from having like the Tobey Maguire thing from Spider-Man where he's clearly 30 years old playing a high schooler. <laughs> I think this movie would have really benefited from having like this big muscle. Imagine if Tobey Maguire was like recasted today. Tobey Maguire in Friday Night. <laughs> God, that would have been awful and amazing at the same time. By the way, there is a sequel to this. Yeah, I saw that on IMDb. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. I don't at want all. to. It's I'm all right. Thanks. It's horrendous. Um, but yeah, th this was oh, the other thing. It was um, definitely made around the 3D craze, because there was, yeah. there was there were quite a few 3D shots in this that I yeah. did not like on my 2D television. <laughs> please, yeah, Hollywood, no, like, this was please done. Around, this was that. done, because it's done in 2011. <laughs> 2011 was like the height of 3D. Like, yeah, everything yeah, it was. was doing it. it um, was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fair enough to not like the 3D f scenes, but 
That doesn't bother it, me at all because this is one of the few films that does vampires right. It gave it a nice charm. Yeah. It gave it a like, really this nice charm. It does vampires really well to me. And I I couldn't help but feel genuinely heartbroken when Imogen Poots gets bitten. Like, I was yeah. feeling that sense of like, oh, no, 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 please, God, no. And like, when he's, he's watching her, like, kiss him and then get bitten, and you're like, oh, God, no, that's the worst, man. That was the worst feeling. Because it was like that feeling of like, I can't do anything. I'm helpless here. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. I hated that scene. Yeah, this, this is a top tier banger. There's no way you hate this. Next movie. Next movie. What was the next movie? Uh, Lights Out, I talked about second. Lights Out. Okay, second up. Top tier banger. <laughs> what? <laughs> this movie genuinely shat me up. <laughs> me and Molly could not sleep the next night. <laughs> she genuinely, every time she left the room for the next week could not leave the room with the light off. You've scarred that girl. You've scarred you her, her by making us watch you. this movie. This movie is a You banger. made her watch it with you. <laughs> Bro, that opening scene is fantastic. The use of yeah. light man in this movie is so good. And the tattoo parlor sh- like shining through. All of the different set pieces with the ghost are phenomenal. They uh, are just phenomenal. Know, by the way, the director of this made the highest, uh, like directed the highest rated Annabelle film, which is Annabelle Creation. And he did. And you know what and else he did? did? Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. And is doing Shazam too. Yeah. I love what? how these horror movie makers are just suddenly leaping from small horror indie horror movies to big budget movies. Yeah, big budget like horror and action slash superhero movies like the fuck yeah that's crazy i don't get it i don't get how you can go from like managing a small two million dollar budget to managing 200 million dollars this made 138 million in the box office yeah i remember 2016 on a budget of 4.9 mil and that was the summer that all the blockbusters failed and like horror horror movies did so well that year because you had this don't breathe and the conjuring 2 came out in the same summer Mm. So they, like, they it smashed it. Really good, it was a really good year for horror. Really was. Um, yeah, uh, Teresa Palmer's really great. I think the kid's really good in this. Another surprisingly good kid role. Yeah. Um, I think the boyfriend's really good as well. At the start, I was like, okay, this guy's going to be our douchebag boyfriend. But then the more the movie went on, the more I was like, I love this guy. Really hope he doesn't die. <laughs> um, it's a really interesting take on like mental health, how... I mean, there's something to be said that at the end, the only way she can get rid of her mental health problems is by shooing herself in the head. But we won't go down that road. (laughs) You gotta admit, it's kind of true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the uh, the the uh, the 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 demon is scary. Mm. Uh, the con—it's a good concept. It's a very interesting original concept. Um, I, like I said, all the set pieces were really good. I think the performances are really good. It's very easy to watch. Hour twenty, most. So it was like quick in and out. 
there weren't too many like fake jump scares that you see in a lot of modern horror nowadays see, like that's the conjuring what, that's what set this apart for me yeah it was the not so many jump scares it's the con like the fact that they're constantly there and it's just unnerving it was that the scares were actual scares and not like always just like someone's creeping around the corner and then oh no it's just someone ah. else there yeah like no matter what like that's why i refuse to watch stuff like um like the conjuring and stuff like that and because Annabelle i know they're like just filled with jump scares and i i hate jump scare films just because they don't even like it's not the fact that i don't like jump scares they don't get me jump yeah. scares don't like i don't react to them because i i don't get scared by a jump scare what yeah. scares me is something being there watching it for a while like, that's why the one you, thing like, that's the one thing that I fucking hate in any media the most is the weeping angels from Doctor Who. They scare <laughs> the living shit out of me. <laughs> and that's because you constantly see them. You constantly yeah. see you know they're there, but you can't like the second you move, they move. Yeah. The second you blink, they move. The second you're not keeping your constant attention on them, they're not there anymore. And that's yeah. what I like. Scary. I like that kind of horror. Michael Myers. Michael Myers is always there. He's not a jump scare. He's constantly watching. You can yeah. see him in the very corner of your eye. Um, that, like you, you really like Hill House. I need to get on that because that feels I like it's a similar thing. Hill House. David, I'm here. Oh yeah, I was going. Sorry, I was saying like yeah. I just, it, I that, just wanted to say I love Hill House. <laughs> right, I, I was going to say like yeah, it just feels like a really similar thing to what you're saying. Like there's always something in the background. All of the tweets I see about it are like, did you spot that ghost? Did you spot that ghost? I'm like, see, you know what? what the Hill House are is, in the, this? is one of the only things that has ever gotten me with a jump scare, and that is impressive in my opinion. Yeah, man. If if a film is able to get me with a jump scare, that and Fright Night got me with jump scares. Which Fright Night jump scare got you? Uh, I'm trying to remember it. I think it was... Um... I can't remember now. I need to rewatch it again. And I'll, <laughs> again. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then I'll let you know. But yeah. By the way, can I just say, one of the posters for that film has David Tennant holding a shotgun saying, stuff this in your stocking. And I will, David Tennant. I will stuff that in my stocking. <laughs> um, yeah. Lights Out is great. I will be re-watching this. And I will be making my dad re-watch this. And making sure that he doesn't sleep for a week. Because this will, <laughs> this will mess my dad up. Not sleep for a week. This will mess my dad up. You have no yeah. idea. <laughs> Is he but not like, a fan of the dark? It's, what, one of the scary scenes in this movie was when the mum turns off all the lights in the house and the kid is freaking out like, no mum, turn the lights on right now. I don't yeah. no mum, please turn the lights on. And you can see the demon in the back just getting closer and closer. You're like, no, turn the lights on, man. Turn the yeah. lights on. That was so it's scary. A, it's such an imposing moment. Yeah. Of this kid is genuinely terrified. Why won't you just do what he's asking please like yeah. i felt like i felt like I, I i felt so sorry for the kid in that moment because yeah man. he's like, this terrified is yeah that yeah lights out is so good now let's talk about the one that you very clearly hate 
Do we have to? You so hate this movie. You're not even denying it you hate this movie. (laughs) This movie was bad. Do we have to talk about this one? This was the only movie in the entire list that is bad. (laughs) Bro, bro, I swear to God. As above, so below. Right? It starts off with like some scene in Iran. And I was like, okay, whatever. This is fine. And then it's the scene... Like, right after that, and she's saying, like, yeah, we're, we're going searching for the Philosopher's Stone. I was like, oh, right, okay, the Philosopher's Stone. And then she started talking about Nicholas Flamel. I was like, bro, this is Harry Potter. What is happening? Why? And, and I didn't realize, apparently, this is real. Nicholas Flamel was a real person. The Philosopher's Stone is real. Yeah, and all I'm, of this is real. But it's like, all based on true events. To me, I was sat there watching it, like... Is this a, this is a secret secret Harry Potter sequel? What the <laughs> Harry the Potter and the Catacombs in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like so clearly trying to be Lara Croft all the way through. There weren't any. <laughs> there were like no jump scares, and the jump scares that were in it were a bit shit. Everyone dies very quickly, all of a sudden. Um, the ending's really dumb because you don't realise it, that it's the end they get out and you're like okay now but now they're in an upside down world how are they just getting away with this normally I think the original plans were to make a sequel yeah that made sense um, yeah this this was super dumb and like boring this was boring I mean I, I found it interesting because like going into the catacombs are semi interesting but then they just did nothing with it, man. And like, I like the idea of like going through that hole. Like, that they went, they went through some sort of wall, and then were on another, well, like in the same place, but it's opposite. So everything's like evil here. Yeah, and stuff like that. It was. It's an interesting concept, just not done well enough. I feel like maybe if it wasn't found footage, maybe. But See, they were I going think through found that footage works way time. too well for the idea that it's got already. Found footage in the catacombs already sells me on a movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, fa- like catacombs in general are hor- they're, they're horrifying as an idea. Yeah, like it's it's horrible. Well, like it's it, so interesting. This reminded me of like a like a more interesting but less scary version of the descent. So, like, if The Descent I've never had, watched The Descent. The Descent is fantastic. It's about cave divers who get trapped down a cave and then there's maybe something down there with them. Fantastic movie. You should check it out. I watched it over lockdown. Really messed me up. This, this feels like... If that... If, if, if I could cross those two movies over and have, like, the thing that's chasing them in The Descent with, in these catacombs being like Catacomb- almost like a maze codes. and a trap like the forest in Blair Witch. No, 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 no. Okay. Catacombs. <laughs> Not catacombs. <laughs> That's what you... <laughs> I thought you were stopping me for like... Xander, that sounds terrible. It's like, no, it's catacombs. The, the catacombs. I thought it was the catacombs. I... It's a catacomb. It's the catacombs. It's the one of the most famous thing about Paris, <laughs> other than the Eiffel Tower and bloody Disneyland. <laughs> you moron! <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Jesus, the I'm catacombs. Sorry, sorry catacombs. I hate that. 
I'm so, I'm sorry. I hate the word catacomb. Okay, catacombs. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. So if you mix, Jesus. If you mix the villain from the descent with like the can't like the 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 Blair Witchness of the catacombs, Coombs. Can I just ask? Do you call Combs Coombs? Because it's the exact same <laughs> spelling as the comb. <laughs> Like, do you just look at a comb and say, hmm, yes, comb? You're so triggered right now. That is the worst word I've ever heard in my life. Okay, sorry. The catacombs. The catacombs. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, you definitely hate this. <laughs> You've made it obvious. It was obvious from the start. As soon as you picked it, I was like, well, David fucking hates that one. I'm sorry, I'm just going to quickly have to like, tell somebody that you just called catacombs catacombs <laughs> Come on, man i got a podcast to do <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, I no, I, I, that was too important to me You know like when James was really really confused about the fact that like uh, buddy, what's it called uh, Revenge of the Sith was going out That's what I feel right now about catacombs <laughs> That, that's the level of Wait, smooth what? brain you're at, right? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, that, I, I pictured James in my head when you said catacombs. <laughs> that um, is the worst so, word. That makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> let it go, David, okay? Let it go. No, that is really uncomfortable. Um, yeah, the, um, yeah, the movie's dumb as hell as well. Like, some of the things just don't make sense. It's weird. I don't like it. You hate As Above, So Below very obviously, and you love Friday okay. Night and Lights Out. Okay, so when I was picking these movies... Right? Oh, God, no. When I was picking these, I uh, picked... I was thinking, oh, you know what? As Above, So Below has got really low scores, but I really enjoyed it when I first watched it. I'm going to pick that. Because I did enjoy it when I first watched it. I was a fucking dumb child. <laughs> I was really, really dumb as a child because I didn't know what good horror was apparently because this is horrendous. This is what like, I rewatched it this week and it was awful. I could barely get through it. It's the kid. It's awful. the guy. The that, idea, the idea of this film is so good. It's that main like, French guy that dies by getting sucked into a car and it's like, that's the most random kill. It's like, it's just yeah. out of nowhere. Okay, so obviously I'm telling you that I fucking hate Asbuff So Below. And it's annoying because I genuinely thought I enjoyed it. And that, like the whole PewDiePie story is true. I yeah. I liked it primarily because PewDiePie said he liked it. But he was paid to say he liked it. I was a dumb child who liked a YouTuber at the time, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> but Fright Night, right? So next week, as a um, like as a bit of a spoiler for next week's podcast, next week we're going to be doing another tournament on our favourite horror films of all time. Spoiler alert. I, was, yeah. I almost put this on my top 10. The wow. reason I didn't was because I hadn't watched it in a while. That's literally the only reason. I love this movie. This is so damn good. It's so good. It is yeah. honestly so damn good. I could, I literally just hadn't watched it. I hadn't had a reason to watch it for a while. And then this, the idea for this podcast came up and I immediately thought, yes, 
because not only do I get to watch this movie again, because I have a reason to, I get to get Xander to watch this movie and I know he will love it. Yeah, and I I'm really you glad you made Friday me watch night. it because... Friday night, I honestly feel like just going onto Skysaw and paying the tenor to get it right now because it is a banging movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to find it I on Blu-ray love it for definite. So much. It's a fiver on Blu-ray. I'm, I'm buying it at the end of the month. Because I want to as well. I want to watch the original because the original... It's like it's the it's same story. Really I think, well reviewed. I I genuinely think I've seen a clip from it when I was a kid, um, but I I can't remember. But yeah, I I, I want to watch the original now because this is belting. Yeah, there's there's so many good moments. Like there's that moment as well when she runs out after being bit, and he's thinking she's safe, she's safe, she's safe, and she explodes. And then he then she explodes, and it's just such a heart wrenching moment because yeah. it's like they genuinely thought they had gotten away. And then he's just watching him run away. Yeah. And it's just, damn, what on earth just happened? And once again, Colin Farrell is sexy in this. He's so sexy. He's so sexy. Like, I'd, I'd let him bite me, man. Honestly, I'd see him. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'll be a vampire for you. Yeah, man. Honestly, I've never been more attracted to Colin Farrell in my life than this movie. I think like, you usually Colin Farrell well. isn't seen as a very like as a as like as a very attractive man. He's not usually portrayed that attractive. This he is portrayed in the sexiest way I have ever seen. In um, I sent you a text right at the start of this saying, "Why is Colin Farrell cos- cosplaying as Eli Roth from Inglorious Bastards?" He is, and it is good. It's perfect. <laughs> I need more of it. Um. I think honestly though, like at the start, like yeah, he's super sexy, and he is kind of sexy all the way through. But like, he's a he really comes across as like a real sex predator. He he, he does he does come off like kind of rape. but that's the thing he's supposed to come off kind of. Rape. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. The reason he's supposed to come off, like come off like that as well is because like his character is in a sense that like a, a vampire is that. Yeah, definitely. And they, they they kill it with the vampires. For yeah. once, like the only times I have ever seen vampires portrayed well is what we do in the shadows, and that's because it's taking the piss out of them. Yeah, I was going to say like, I haven't I... watched I haven't watched many vampire films. I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched the Lost Boys. I know that's a vampire movie. I've heard it's really good. I don't care because I've got Friday Night. That's it. I only need Friday Night in my life. So like, yeah, like like I said, but, what like what we this, did in the shadows has completely ruined. Like the same way that Robot Chicken has ruined Star Wars. Yeah, this ruins right. This ruins vampire. Like that ruins vampires. This redeems them. This redeems vampires. This makes vampires good again and scary. And the only and other one that's done man. this is that, um, Daybreakers for me. Yeah, that's got Daybreakers that is such a. Pardon? Has that got Willem Dafoe in it? I believe so. Hold on, I'm gonna find out. <laughs> uh, Daybreakers, sixty-nine percent of Ron Tomatoes. Yeah, Willem Dafoe and Boom. Ethan Hawke and Sam Neill. Yeah, that's um, a really good vampire movie. But obviously, this is better. <laughs> this is the best vampire movie I've ever seen. Honestly, honest to God, wow. I love this film so much. Yeah, so if and you... it's such a shame that not enough people have seen it because it's so good. Like, obviously, like they had Tom Holland, like they had the original person doing the story for this. Yeah, that's the best way to do a remake. It's like with um, the Halloween twenty eighteen reboot. You you get John Carpenter involved. Yeah, you get the original guy involved. 
granted, you can't do that a lot with everything. You can't do that with like the the like Nightmare on Elm Street remake because we haven't got Wes Craven anymore. R.I.P. So don't remake it. Um, if, they're, if they're not able to help, don't do it. That's it. That's my entire take on remakes. If the original person who helped make this or who made this in the first place isn't with us anymore, do not do it. Yeah, de- for, for definite. I think as well, yeah, that I can't get over that highway scene, man. He's so scary in that moment because he like, he grabs, like, because he's got a cross with him and he's like, dude, that's a big cross. And he just grabs it. He sets him, set his hand sets on fire and he just blows it out. And you're like, oh, yeah, no. like it, it's because he's a different species of vampire as well. Like, this season in that moment, it's like, wait, why is he not, you know, why is this not hurting him? Yeah. But he's, he's also like doing the full, like, oh my God, please don't do it. Like, he's, he's being a really good actor in that moment. He is, yeah. And, it's so, so, so good. Apparently, Heath Ledger was originally going to be was considered Solace. the role of Jerry the Vampire. Honestly, as as sad as it is, I'm I'm glad he's not um, the vampire. I'm so glad that it's Colin Farrell because he brings such a specific like mood to the character as well. Definitely, like it, it really adds it to the fact that like you know, Colin Farrell is there. And then there's also that massive, amazing moment at the very end when the like. The um, vampires start coming out of his out of his floor and out of the dirt underneath his house. Yeah, that that freaked me out when David Tennant's like right in the middle. He throws that he throws a fucking pebble at his head, and David Tennant's face just like, like what the a hell pebble? is wrong? Ow, really? A pebble? <laughs> and, then and then the, then the blood the drops onto the, fr- like, oh, onto the no. floor, and then you're just like, shit. But um, then there's like also also that great moment when they're like they're, they're in their house and he's like he can't get in without an invitation. Don't need yeah. an invitation if there isn't any house. It's like damn. Can we? That's such a good line. Can we start a podcast petition right now? Can oh, we, and just get we, Fright Night made again. Do no, more Fright can, Night. Can we get Colin Farrell on the podcast? Please. Let's let's I let's start you. a peti- let's start a campaign. Colin for fill me in. Okay? Fa- no, Farrell fill me in. Film fill me Farrell me in. Farrell me in. Farrell me in. That's no, what we're calling no, it. Fill me in Farrell. No, Farrell me in. Farrell me in. Farrell me honest, in. If, if I could get Colin Farrell, I'd just say you were really sexy in Friday night. Hashtag Farrell me in. We're getting Colin Farrell he, on the podcast. That is the goal of this. Honestly, mate, that would—that's the dream. That's to get the Colin dream. Farrell on this podcast because okay. we both like we've both said just how much we love Colin Farrell, and he, this movie is I was, another been, reason why. I've I love been Colin thinking Farrell. back, and like every time we talk about Colin Farrell, we never say anything bad. Even in that no, Daredevil, he's, just great. he's so good in Daredevil. <laughs> he's really good in Daredevil. He's the only good thing about Daredevil. Yeah. Right, that's the goal. The goal of the podcast overall: get Colin Farrell on here. Then we're done. Even when we, we were talking never about do another my podcast after most that, hated we can't movie ever made, my literal most hated movie ever made now is Artemis Fowl, and <laughs> even he's like he's even decent in that. <laughs> yeah, like, get I couldn't Colin say Farrell a bad word by it except we'll I'm, it. Sorry, I'm sorry you've had to do this. We're starting a trend, guys. Hashtag Farrell me in. Everywhere you go, we'll get Colin Farrell on the podcast. If there we can go. actually do that, man, I'm going to be so happy. Bro, imagine. <laughs> Bro, we'll be at like episode 500 and Colin Farrell will be like, yo, uh, what's this hashtag Farrell me in thing? I've been sent it by like 
three people over the last four <laughs> years. I've seen one hashtag yeah. from one person what are you for guys the doing? past three years of Farrell Me In. What Farrell is Me In. Come on, And then boys. we'll just DM him. We started a trend that nobody went on with. <laughs> can you come on our shitty podcast? Please. So we can just say how just, much we love you. Can you hop on the Discord server, please? Can you just join the Discord server? Discord? Jump on for, a, for an Do you hour reckon Colin Farrell has Discord? I reckon he's an epic gamer. I reckon he like, plays Among Us. I reckon Colin Farrell is playing Among Us right now with like, <laughs> Bro, um, right, okay. David Tennant. 100%. No jokes. That is the goal of this podcast. We're getting Colin we get, Farrell on. Hashtag Farrell uh, me We in. don't care about the numbers anymore. We just care about getting Colin Farrell on our podcast. Well, we also want 100 followers, 100, 100 listeners by the end of the year. But yeah, we also want Colin Farrell. It's not a big we, wish we list, We primarily guys. want Colin Farrell on our It's not a big really wish list. If anyone knows Zandy Colin Farrell's aunt, I, I cousins, Farrell. nephews, brothers, husbds, kid, friend, oh, then could you please even. let them know that we, we want Colin Farrell on the podcast? Don't even... <laughs> um yeah so david yeah you, you've accepted that i've i've won this because you're shit at your poker face <laughs> and you just I'm couldn't keep it up <laughs> you couldn't keep it up even when you were talking about it i could hear the pain in your voice talking yeah honestly this like i i wanted to like this movie again because i thought it was gonna be like i'm in a bubble of this movie's actually really good but it's just shit. see that's it i remember that movie coming out and being like, oh man, that looks great. And I remember being really excited and then it came out on DVD and was like, oh man, I should probably get that and just never did. Never did. And I'm, and then I've watched it now, really glad I didn't. By the way, can I just say also in um, Friday Night once again, I think my favourite quote in this entire movie is from um, like David Tennant, I'm going to pop your cherry. <laughs> Just out of note, like that sounds really funny out of context. It's really funny with the context. Just everything, Colin, so every everything. Uh, God, I've got Colin Farrell on the brain. Everything David Tennant says in that movie is iconic. I love him so much. Yeah, um, I, I love him so much in this movie. Yeah, go and make sure you go and watch *Fright Night* and *Lights Out*. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the three main, well, the four main, hundred percent recommends from this podcast. Better watch out. You're next. Fright Night and Lights Out. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, Revenge, I can tell, I can, rev- I can kind of tell people to watch. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Also can't. Just because, just because of the thing of, like, it's not like subtitles. Yeah, you, you might not like it. It's mostly English. So yeah, just it stop is. Being a bitch. But <laughs> it's just the the constant weird sexualization just puts me off it. I it's just, it's just not for me. That's fine. Yeah, that, that that that's the whole point of this podcast as well. It's like we we decide like we we're seeing new movies that we haven't seen before. That's the whole point of this entire series as a whole. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're, we're just telling like because we constantly recommend each other movies, and we, we never, never watch them. them. Like Xander took five years to watch A Silent Voice, <laughs> and I took five years to watch all three Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, you did. And Xander man. still hasn't watched Pirates of the Caribbean. Tease. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> also, the the second best line of this film from um from McLovin. I'm seriously so angry that you think I read Twilight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I really> like, <laughs> like this movie takes a piss out of other like vampire movies, whilst also being the best vampire movie. 
it, it earned the right to take the piss out of vampire movies by being a good vampire movie. We should probably stop sucking this movie's dick now and do No, I else. will suck this movie's dick to the end of time because it's so damn good. You're going to suck all the blood out of it. it. I might watch it again tonight. Honestly, <laughs> genuinely. I say this a lot, but I genuinely might just show it on because it's such a fun and watchable movie. Hey, David. Yeah. Why don't you sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Okay. Um... I didn't really watch much else this week because I was watching these films. That's fine. I I started watching The Boys Season 2. I've watched the first three episodes Ooh. and it's incredible so far. I'm Fantastic. Every second of it. We love that. Uh, it's, it's really funny. The new edition with Stormfront so far is really, really good. I love her. She's like she's a really interesting character. Excellent. Um, yeah, I can, I can recommend that. Uh, do you want to sell something whilst I think of something to sell? Of course I can sell you something, David. I will sell you a movie. Oh, really? And not only is it a movie, it is a new movie. (gasps) Shock horror. Because I went to the cinema this week and watched a new movie. I think they got that. Yeah. Um, It's a horror movie as well. Because, you know, even when I'm off the clock, I'm on the clock. We, uh... I went to see the new... I went to see the new horror film, Saint Maud. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, I was I was hoping for like a ooh or something. I, I don't really care about this. I don't know about it at all. Nice. Me, oh, neither did I before I went to see it. I just saw that, that I saw a couple of ads on IMDb saying look like, wow, isn't this movie great? I was like, ooh, maybe I'll go and watch this movie. So I did. I went to watch um, Saint Maud um, a couple of days ago with my uh, flatmate Lewis, and so it follows this uh, nurse, private nurse called uh, Maud, who is a very religious woman, and she goes to look after this ailing middle-aged woman who's like got some sort of horrible spine disease and she's gonna die very soon and she's really just there she's there to look after her but also you know she wants to be a friend Mm -hmm. so she goes in and basically like they start talking about her religion and she reveals that like yeah she can talk to god and she can communicate with god and he does this through like these little moments where she just like it's all like represented in almost in like an orgasmic way so like she'll just be walking up the stairs and her legs will go to jelly and she'll be like she'll start moaning and stuff like that. Um and those scenes are like a little uncomfortable, but they're supposed to be. Yeah, that sounds about right. And um yeah, it's about her like it's it's really see, this is what bugs me. This movie is one of the most art house horror films you will see. Ah. But it's sold as uh, like hereditary was sold like oh my god you must see this movie it's one of the it will change your life it's so scary and then i was we were sat me and me and lewis are both kind of into our art housey horror we both love hereditary both love midsummer stuff like that but the, but these these two girls in front of us they were very clearly there for a annabelle style conjuring style horror movie jump scary yeah. that they can have a giggle with they had like a bottle of wine with them and they were, they were like there to ha- get scared, have a bit of a laugh, and then go home and not really think about it. 
But then they got in and like on the way out, they were just like, that was so shit. That wasn't scary. And it's like, yeah, because that's not what they're looking for. So this is a, this is like a plea to indie horror movie, like marketers stop marketing your horror movie, your indie art house horror movies to a general audience. They don't want to watch it. Yeah. But, and as well, like, this movie's getting review-bombed on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. This movie deserves, like, it's a really well-made movie. But it's at, like, I think it might be rotten now on the audience score on I, on Rotten Tomatoes. Because the wrong people are going watching it. It's like the people who went to see the, the Uncut Gems because it was an Adam Sandler movie. And they were like, what the hell, yeah, this is funny. Yeah, people were expecting, like, a, a comedy movie. And yeah. And it's just not that at all. And I like, was I was actually talking about Uncut Gems with my uh, my tutor the other day. Sorry to cut into you, but um, like we were talking about like how the fact that Adam Sandler was actually the perfect choice for that movie because he can bring like bring that comedic tone to it. Like, yeah, there's some funny moments in that movie, and Adam Sandler kills it with those funny moments. And he, like we were saying about like if Robert De Niro was to play that role, it would be so hard to watch all the way through in one sitting. Yeah, and. It's just, it it's so perfect for Adam Sandler as a role because it, it shows the general audience that Adam Sandler can do a really, really good serious role. He can. But he's one of the time, best actors. He's like genuinely one of the best he's actors working together. He just actor, doesn't do it. And he's just wasting his own potential by constantly doing these shitty like comedy movies for Netflix. Because he's he so paid. good. But at he the same gets time, so, so much pain. Like, he does. And that's what's annoying. Yeah, man. So I'm down to like every ten years for Adam Sandler to do a really dope movie, like like Uncut Gems, or like Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, please stop marketing these ho- these horror movies to a general audience. They don't want to watch them. We want to watch them. Market them as art house horror. Please find a new way to market them other than you must see this movie, the scariest thing I've ever seen, and stuff like that. That's, because that, see, as much as I can, I agree with you at the same time. They've got to make money. It's the only way to get people to watch it. I know, but like people, would you rather people, the wrong people, go and watch your movie and hate it than only a small amount of people go and watch your movie and love it? It's uh, personally, I'd rather the latter. I would yeah. much rather, but as as a business standpoint, I see the point of people need to see our film. You know, we we have to get this start this sorted. I get that. We have to get, get this that. sold to people, so we have to market it. Like Mother, when Mother came out, that was super our house, and that was pitched as this movie will mess you up. Yeah. It, once again, though, Hereditary did the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. Hereditary, Hereditary is exactly. like, not for everyone. Exorcist. This generation's Exorcist was the exact tagline. It's just like, it's not. It's just an art house horror movie. Stop doing this. Yeah. And I agree with you. 100%. From a, distant, from a business standpoint, it it just won't happen. No. As annoying as it is, it just won't happen from that business standpoint specifically. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I really, I liked it. I thought it was an, it's, it's, it's a very interesting look into the isolation that comes with religion. Mm. And like, like I, I phoned you, I phoned you. I was re, I was editing the podcast for last week, and I phoned you when you when you, we were going through your movie, and I was like, hey David, 
the movie I saw last night sounds a lot like the one you've written. And like, <laughs> just in just in like themes, and it, it was really yeah. really interesting to me. Like, you know, you've got a guy who's who's talking to God, and like it might not be God because it's sort of implied later on that this might not be God. I, I won't spoil it for people who actually want to go and see this. The the right people who want to go and see this. Um, the people who want to read my script, I will be putting it online when I actually write it. <laughs> um, I'm not joking. We're we're we're, um, we're going to be doing a like entire portfolio of um, like the president's universe. Do it. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna. It's, it's that's the idea for it because we we want to start this universe for a reason. Call it's a... not just for the sake of writing shit. Call Blumhouse. Honestly, I reckon Blumhouse could make that. <laughs> Um, no, on a serious note, I reckon I reckon Jason Blum could make my movie. Definitely, Jason Blum could make anything. I love that guy. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Saint Maud for me, it's a very, it's a good movie. I think it's a solid. Oh, it's between seven and eight. I'd lean towards eight because the performances are fantastic and the scary moments, few and far between that they though they are are scary especially towards the end the ending is so it that was not fun like the next night i had like genuine sleep paralysis and i think it's partly due to that movie so yeah genuinely it was horrible it was the worst feeling in the world um i yeah so i think set mod is a recommend but you've got to know what you're getting in for which is a very slow burn movie. It's only an hour 20. It still feels slow. It's long. It's a long, arduous movie that will, if you can wrap your head around what's going on and you are interested in reading more deeper and more into films, then this is a great movie for you. If you're looking for typical horror film that, most of the world are into that is there's nothing wrong with that i'm not saying anything bad against like enjoying the conjuring and stuff like that but if you're looking for something a bit more of your bog standard horror film then this is not for you stay away from this yeah yeah no i like i 100 agree like it watch whatever the hell you want yeah enjoy whatever the hell you want like we've we've just talked about some pretty standard horror movies like Fright Night is one of the most, like, you know, modern horror movies I've seen. And it's still one of my favourites. I Granted, I don't love all modern horror. But once again, this does what Lights Out does when it comes to modern horror. And it doesn't do jump scares. Personally, I don't like jump scary films. But if you do, that's okay. Yeah. Nothing right. Absolutely enjoy nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like what you like. Don't let anyone yeah. shit on you for liking a, something A bit of a wholesome like. moment to win this podcast. Enjoy what you want in life. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Because if you do... Then you're a bit of a pushover. Yeah, man. If you if you like something and someone else doesn't, like don't let it. them shit on you for it. That's yeah. Like, especially in movies, don't... man. Movies are so subjective. Yeah. I will. Movies I will are only, subjective. I will only shit on someone for not liking something that they haven't seen. I will joke yeah. about it, like with Star Wars. I joke about like ripping into James for stuff like that. I actually genuinely don't care. Like what you like, man. But yeah. you know. I will, I will, like, jokingly do that, but it, it's these serious people online that are like, you're dumb for liking Marvel. It's like, shut up, man. Yeah, exactly. No, like, if I like Marvel, I like Marvel, Jesus. Man. Like, seriously, stop watching Scorsese movies. 
if you do if like say like you're obviously just clearly fucking like you've got a shrine to scorsese if you tell him i don't like i shouldn't like vinyl like apparently at my work before i got there uh, last summer there was a uh, there was a guy that they worked with who was uh, like a self-proclaimed film buff and so that oh, when when i came in they were like oh yeah we had a guy who was really into film last year i said oh really nice he said yeah he literally only watched martin scorsese films it's like, are you you're serious? Like, yeah, the only specific, just one specific like director. You're the, a director. The only films he That's would it. talk about were Martin Scorsese films, and he would say that like Marvel are terrible, the everything else is See, terrible that's apart the, from Martin that's Scorsese the generalization movies. of film buff though, and of like crit of critic in general. Yeah, man. like the the generalization of a film buff is someone who likes really art housey films, like, like Tarantino. I, I I I love a good bit of Tarantino. I also love Friday Night. I also love Marvel. And yeah. then I also love my art housey movies. Yeah, I I just love any movie. If I like a movie, I like a movie. That's it. I'm a fan of genre film because I like a lot of movies. I really like Love Actually, and that's a soppy rom com Christmas movie. That that's sounds a like a horrible film, genre though. to delve into. That's a great I love love movie Actually. though. Love Actually is fantastic. Movie. Um, yeah. So that's my that's my weird recommend. I recommend Saint Maud because it's a good film, but only if you're very much in the mind to watch it. And like I said, it really freaked me out. And that rarely <laughs> happens. Uh, I'm just going to recommend Friday Night again. <laughs> Fuck just sake. watch Friday That's Night. So it's lazy. crazy. That's so lazy. <laughs> no, honestly. Just genuinely just can't think of anything else. I, I watched else it then. twice. For this podcast, I watched Friday Night twice, genuinely. I, I rented it on Sky Store for two quid. And I watched it twice in two days because I really like this movie. I might watch it again. Yeah. If if I've still got it tomorrow, I'm, if, I'm buying it. If, if I ju- no, I, I don't have time actually because by the time I get home tomorrow, it'll be it'll have run out. Um, but yeah, cool. There you go. So make sure you're watching the movies we've talked about today. Um, and yeah, we will be that. That's going to be it for us, right? That, that, that's it. We've done it. Yeah, brilliant, amazing, top fantastic, top tier stuff, top tier stuff. Um, David, thank you so much for coming on, as always. Thank you for being here. You know what? Thank you for coming as well. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. This is a this is great fun. This is the highlight of my week doing this with you. So thank you. Oh wow, you must have a shit week. (laughs) You have no idea, bro. I'm 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 so (laughs) so so full of crippling depression. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) same. (laughs) Um and um. Oh, David's links will be down in the description. Go follow him on Instagram and Twitter. He doesn't do yeah. anything on there, but, you know, check him out anyway. Actually, I mean, he does, I do daily songs on Instagram. Daily songs on Instagram, and some of them are actually pretty bloody good, so do check them out. Yeah, and then um, some of them are bangers, and Xander's just, you know, uh, like, a fiend who doesn't like metal music. Whenever there's a scream, I want to skip over it, not going to lie. Anyway. It's very, like, I've, 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 I've literally, I have one person uh, who specifically, like, looks at all of them. And she complained to me that I haven't been doing it for ages. <laughs> and like, because I, I did one after about like a month of not doing it. She was like, oh, I do love these daily songs that you do. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you enjoy them. I'm doing it again. Sure. I noticed you were listening to Fall Out Boy where the party go the other day. I was like, oh, what a banger. Banger. Yeah. I love um, album. You know yeah. So... did an entire sing album. <laughs> so thank you, David, for being here. Um, if you want to help out the show, then you can do very easily by heading on over to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page, following us, liking the stuff we put out there. 
and also going over to our YouTube channel, enjoying the clips, watching them. We've had a, we've had such great responses from the clips we put out so far. Big thank you to David for uh, editing those and putting those out. They are fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't be happier with them. Um, you're welcome, man. And then you know, when, while you're at it, head on over to Apple. Follow. Make sure you subscribed on there and leave us a nice review because it does help us get up the charts and stuff like that. Um, follow us on Spotify. Tell your friends about us on Spotify. We're trying to get to 100 Spotify listeners by the end of the year, and we're very on track to do that. And head on over to Amazon Music where we are as well because we're fucking everywhere, boys. Yeah, the Fermian podcast is like a virus. We spread. <laughs> I was going to say we're like With COVID, it. but that seems a bit too real. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say it as well. <laughs> I'm glad we're better than that. I'm glad we're better than that. Um, no, <laughs> make sure you are hyped for next week, though, because the next two weeks are actually going to be top level banging episodes. Um, next week, well, the week after, we've got a very special guest on his on his uh, sophomore uh, return. Yeah, sophomore second, second year of college is a sophomore right. year, right? Shut up. Because uh, because it's American, get it? <laughs> We're not American. But he is. <laughs> Next week is Ben. The week after, I said. The week after, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. All right, I wasn't listening, to be completely honest. Sick, great. Next week's Ben. When you talk on the podcast, I just end up not listening. Ben's coming back. Ben's wrapping up the uh, Halloween spooktober season. Uh, with a very special tournament we are doing a tournament on all of our favorite horror movies uh i've got i've got quite a bit of watching to do this week so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week it's gonna be a good week um great we'll see you next week adios goodbye you you take so long to say goodbye man i have to cut it out every single week i have to Uh, slim down simping i am currently simping okay Bro, can we sign off the podcast before you simp? No. Right, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Great stuff. We smashed it, boys.